What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle cop! Hey, beeps! Ah! 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 I'm on one knee, John. Just... Is, is it too soon for knee jokes? Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> Ankle, knee... Don't you, have an, don't you have an MCL that needs work? Yeah, it needs, uh, needs a little reconstruction, a little but... cleanup, or...? Well, when you don't need to, uh, la- when you don't need lateral movement, all you need to do is go forward. You don't need to get it fixed. If I was going to be on an NFL football team, I would need to go under the knife. Yes. Uh, recording this on uh, Sunday evening on one of the most bizarre NFL Sunday days. Uh, maybe uh, it, just because we were locked in on Jets Niners, or it felt like it was especially well, God, bizarre. I saw, the, game, I saw the list of injuries today. It was outrageous. I just as we're recording, I just saw another one. The Titans, uh, no Ravens corner just announced out for the year knee. Not Marcus Peters. Not Marcus Peters. Tavon Jones or okay. I don't even know who. But I mean, just a random like, oh, Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. It was just like a throw-in. You're like, what? Right? It, to me, there were just some throw-ins. Like this guy. Uh, Oh, oh, Devontae Adams pulled a hammy. Just like a random, like that would be a big story in itself. Just like boom, bang, boom, bang, boom. You're like, holy shit. And then the game we're watching, never seen anything like that in my entire life, guy. I mean, I, I've been watching football 35, I'd say pretty consistently now for 26, 27 years. You know, like probably around seven, eight years old, just watching NFL football every Sunday till now. Man. I mean, think about how much football Shanahan's been around. And he said he's never seen anything like it. So, he's been a lot, around a lot more. He's older than us, and he's just he was locked in probably from yeah. much younger. He, he never fell asleep on the couch during a game because he was on the sideline. Yeah, exactly. He was carrying the water, you know? flipping the ball to the to the side judge. It was outrageous, and it's just like, listen, we'll dive into all the the exact things, but just in general, my take always is with injuries are it is football, right? Like when. For example, there are things like in basketball sometimes, like when Paul George breaks his leg on the stanchion and stuff, you're like, well, that's not 
some things are outrageous. Or a baseball player gets hit in the head or in the face. Like, remember Giancarlo got blasted in the face? before. Maybe that was when he was Mike, and now he's Giancarlo. I, whatever his I think, name was uh, then. Uh, he was definitely on the Marlins. He might have been Mike then. Yeah, when it just uh, hit him straight in the eye socket. Remember, yeah. just broke his face. Like, they were just like, whoa, that doesn't happen that often. But in football, like ACLs, broken ankles, hamstrings, broken elbows, Drew Locke, arm in a sling. Like, that is football, right? Yeah. But it's just the amount of injuries today. Were, I mean, today, you could just say Nick Bosa, Saquon Barkley alone tear their ACLs. Like, that's a, those are two major stories, right? You're talking about two guys that went number two in the draft that are all-star, Pro Bowl, star-level players. Guys that you just talk about as, like, face of their team, mm-hmm. face of... I mean, hell, the Niners' face of the team was didn't even travel. I mean, think about that. Shannon's like, yeah, we're going to leave Kittle at home for a couple days to get a couple extra days of rehab. Like, Kittle didn't even make the fucking trip. He's meeting him in West Virginia. Outrageous guy. I mean, it's just as a... As, listen, I, I say this all the time. I watch pro sports for Nick Bosa, for Saquon Barkley. If you want to watch overachievers, you know, turn on the Mac football. Like, I'm not... I, I'm into watching the best players... Sucks. I don't want to watch. If I turn on the Packers game, I want to see Devontae Adams play. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, there was a moment you looked up, you saw you were watching Andy Dalton play. I got I got weird for a second. Then Dak came back in. Yeah. He was one of those helmet to helmet where I think just automatically, you know, you've said this for a while and it's so right. Like the best thing the NFL ever did, just take it out of everyone's hands. It was one of those where once you see it, you go, well, he's going to have to come out of the game. Yeah. Yep, and he did kind of look a little not wobbly, but you just looked in his eyes. You're like, yeah, you better get this kind of sideline for a play, get him cleared real quick, and they did. Podcast brought to you by Ease.com. Promo code Ham, twenty bucks off your first delivery of fifty dollars or more. If you're new, you might be thinking, well, I'm not new. What about me? Good news. That's that's where you use uh, promo code Ham ten. Ease.com. Promo code Ham for first time users, and like I said, promo code Ham ten for returning users. We just had Vape Week. I'm sure Ease always has deals going on. E-A-Z-E dot com. Check out the menu. Vapes, pre-rolls, edibles, topicals. It's just, just keep on scrolling. There's a lot there from Northern California to Southern California to the Central Valley to the Central Coast. They've got you covered. Number one delivery app, obviously in the America, but in the state of California, they deliver promo code HAM, promo code HAM1. Get on it and get on it now, guy. Ease.com, promo code ham, promo code ham 10. And um, yeah, 21 or over, er, verified online in minutes, delivered in minutes. Promo code ham, new user, ham 10, returning user. Um, we're two and two, by the way. Lock, lock. When we say lock, it means lock. Niners were our lock of the week at mybookie.ag, promo code ham one. You had a lot of action, PGA champions or a US Open, mybookie.ag, promo code ham one. Not, We're gonna, not happy with my guys. God, nah, you had it came down to the wire there with Matsuyama for you. You had a few parlays. I saw you had a fifty dollar parlay, chance to win six hundred, didn't hit, but got excited. You had a fun. Wa- did, the, did, the, did the Bills cover today? What was the score of that game? They lost one by three. three. No, uh, okay, yeah. So three. that was uh, two of my Ford, and so I can't get mad at that. But yeah. I feel very good about our lock of the week. Mybookie.ag. Obviously, we bet the NFL. It's the number one sport that every human bets. And mybookie.ag, when we say it, it wins. The Niners, last week, the Steelers. We'll have to dive in probably midweek on what we want this upcoming week. But I, I feel good about that, guy. We, we're, we're on the fucking right track. 
Hideki Matsuyama, not happy with him. Brendan Todd, definitely not happy with him. We're not going to have golf for a while, so we got football, football, and more football. The guy, the SEC, college football amps up a little bit this week because I, I kept watching college football. I'm like, I can't get into this shit. Clemson like, and the Citadel didn't do it for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm Louisville's rate, ranked 18. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Well, the big boys are back. The SEC, week one, this week. Because I kept thinking, well, the SEC is playing, but they actually hadn't started playing. So I, I do think when you turn on, you see Georgia, Alabama, LSU, A&M. That will help just everyone's juices get flowing a little bit. Uh, my because book, I, 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 guy, I've tried. I, I couldn't get into it. But I, you give me Alabama, you give me LSU, hell yeah. I'm interested. MyBookie.ag, Ham won. They'll match that first deposit dollar for dollar. If you accept the bonus, you will have to bet the bonus. You can also decline it. If you choose to decline it, we still appreciate you putting in the promo code. That way they know that we sent you. Uh, week three NFL lines, we've been keeping an eye out for them. They are up, John. Um, I know we'll talk a lot let's, about let's, it. Let's, let's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't uh, even want to. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not that. telling you. Don't worry. I'm not telling you anything yet. Okay. Um, but just know that. Why don't you guess the line? Has anyone ever done guess the lines? No, is that, I don't, thing? that that is that's <laughs> never been done before. Do you want? <laughs> okay. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Okay. okay let me, let's let me, do a guess the line. Let's do one guess the line here. Let me find a fun one. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Do you want to guess Niners Giants? No. I mean, that's, you don't want to guess Niners well, Giants. Well, I don't even know who the quarterback is. Um, but you can still bet it right now. Yeah, I'd, well, r- I'd rather bet something I'm not going to talk about right off the bat. Oh, okay. Uh, Just give me something random. Titans at Anything. Vikings. This is a hard game. Uh, <laughs> Titans at Vikings. Vikings stink. Titans are 2-0. and But actually, they're 2-0 and if you really dive into it. Barely beat the Jags. Barely beat the Broncos. Now, they did miss a bunch of kicks against the Broncos. I'll go Titans minus two. Two and a half. Close. One and a half. Good good guess. Very good guess. Well, I I, I did the three points Minnesota should get. Well, they're clearly not very good, so I, I kind of overcompensated by about five and a half. Yep. How so about it's one more? One more. This is fun. I like this. Game's, see, this game's fun. I, I see why uh, someone made a living out of it. I, it's a great <laughs> game. Uh, uh, Washington football team at the Browns. See, this. these are the type of ones that are tough. The Redskins... One and one, but a weird red one and one. The Browns kind of got their mojo back. Where's this game? Cleveland? Yep. I'm going to go Browns minus five and a half. Close again. Six and a half. Very good. Number feels a little high. We could do this all day. I like Bengals plus six at the Eagles, by the way. Okay, let's get into it. We were hoping we'd never see this day. I, I had this thought. I said it to you the other day. It's only it was only week two coming in. The Niners had all these injuries, and I just it occurred to me it's only week two. God, what else could happen? I didn't think it could all happen so fast. And the worst things happened. We'll get to Jimmy, but I think we got to start with Nick Bosa, right? I know Jimmy's the quarterback, but this guy, this is the defense. This was the guy we've talked about could be one of the best defensive players in the NFL. He is one of the best yeah. defensive players in the NFL. Did you see the uh I, I tweeted it? I think a couple days ago, the just the highlight tape of Nick Bosa from week one against the Cardinals, of him just destroying people. He made like seven plays in like a 30-second clip. Mm. And I think it kind of got lost because they lost the Cardinals. And people, it basically the clip said like, Nick Bosa's a bad, bad man. And it's just he, we, we talk a lot about Kittle. I think Kittle is the face of the team. But if you went their best player, I, I think it's fair to say you got two best players. Like Kittle... And Bosa are just like nines out of tens, nine and a half out of tens. Now it's different because Bosa's only in year two, 
But, guy, I'm watching the Charger game, and Joey Bosa was like, yeah, I had to go back and study my brother against the Chiefs because I haven't sacked Mahomes yet. He's been playing him now, right? Got him for the first year, time. Two Sunday. years. Yeah, finally got him. Got for him. the first time, and Nick Bosa kicked his ass and just kicked the Chiefs' ass. Like, Nick set the bar so high year one and just looked like on a Hall of Fame trajectory. So they just arguably lost their best player, but also their other best player, if there are two of them, is also out. So it's just... Now, luckily with Kittle, he's going to be back probably this week. Nick Bosa's out for the season, guy. He tore his ACL. It was one of those where Kyle could sit up. Yeah, he lost his ACL. Now, I think the moment he goes down and is carted off, I don't know if anyone wasn't thinking like his season is over, right? That's That's what what everyone assumed, yeah. But it is a... Part of, though, is the game. Like, you don't... It doesn't really settle in till the game ends because when you're watching the game it's a kick in the dick but the team's still winning they're still rolling they're kicking the crap out of a bad team and it just things just keep happening now Solomon Thomas lost a couple plays later literally the cart I think you broke down the time like less than 45 seconds on the game clock game clock yeah it was 533 car- or 633 and 545 on the game clock they had to reuse the cart to take out his replacement are we sure it was the same cart I mean, was that enough time to get Bosa to the locker room and get the cart back out for Solomon Thomas? Uh, you've called a lot of games at, at college, and you've been to pro they got to have two like carts, I, right? They're bringing yeah. out different coolers pregame. Well, remember the Oakland Coliseum just had the one little they, buggy? Yeah, they did not even have a flatbed. <laughs> no. But I, to me, both injuries were significant. I mean, several injuries. were. The Bosa injury did hang over the rest of the game for me. And even Kyle said after the game, everybody came in. They were fired up because we won. But seeing Nick, he specifically said Nick, seeing Nick was just kind of a what brought what, on what mixed would be, emotions. What would in the be your ACL room. power rankings on the Niners? If you had to lose a guy week two, level of importance, one through three or four, like is Nick two? I'd go Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy is the quarter. We saw Mullins today. I think Jimmy's still one, though. Jimmy's one. I Are you saying there. Kittle's already out? So now what? just no, based I'm, on this say he, No, you could throw him in this conversation I'd go, too. I'd go Kittle two. Bosa three. Bosa three. You don't have to keep going. Oh, okay. I mean, I was just trying to. I was just, trying to think like Trent Williams or. Yeah. I, um, I think it's fair to say that Jimmy, who we'll get into in a little bit, would be. Just your quarterback's always one. It's, it's a quarterback fucking league. The, you could you could argue. Here would be my pushback. I might put Bosa too. Even if you're saying like him and Kittle are equals or Kittle's like, you know, arguably one of the best players in the league already. He is offense. Kyle's an offensive guy. They they have Jordan Reed. He can just kind of manipulate the situation. Now, Kittle is the heart and soul kind of of the team. Y- you could make an argument that Bosa's a two. Uh, Defensive yeah, end, so the power of that position. You get double-digit sacks. You impact the game on defense. Let's you can't argue scheme Bo- around him. Let's argue, so my counter to that would be, when I watch them without him, clearly they miss. He is just an elite pass rusher. I mean, Eric Armstead made some plays, but... You're going to play Carson Wentz. You're going to play Jared Goff. You're going to play Cam Newton. You're going to play Russell Wilson twice. You're going to. There's only so many guys that Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, that can chase. Yeah, Kyler around. Right. There's only so many of those guys in the Dak. league. I will say the counter might be my counter would be. I'm watching Fred Warner fly around. I'm watching Quan Alexander fly around. Tart and Ward are flying around. G- Jimmy Armstead. Ward guy has become a really good player. I mean, right? oh my god, you both feel those Jimmy guys. Ward's Jimmy Ward's a badass. Carry Hyder, but Trent Balky guy nailed that one. They did. They did. <laughs> yeah. Or he did. But you could 
It's devastating. To me There's right no now, given the way this team is right now with Debo out, I think one thing we've seen just watching the league the first two weeks, I know C.D. Lamb made some plays eventually today. Rookie wideouts have made a play here or there. I think Jerry Judy had four catches. You know, we saw Ruggs week one. We'll see if he plays Monday. Um, what did Rager do today? I'll look that up as you're talking. Yeah, I just I saw I saw him make a play. But you're right. But I think it's you're not, getting a play or two from these rookie. Pittman made a, a nice catch on a redirected ball. I don't know what his numbers were at the end of the game for Indy. One thing I, I, I had a couple. I you had a couple, had a couple flashes, but they like yeah. it was like when they made a cons- well. <laughs> he stole the one from Bourne. Hungry dog eats. Nice catch on yeah. that for the first. Rager four. Catch. Rager four for forty one today. Okay, which was basically I think Jerry Judy's line today. Uh, he was like four for thirty, four for forty five, or something along those lines. Gotcha. So I would say, given the Niners' offensive situation, Ayuk two for twenty-one, and one was like late in the game. They just got him a touch, right? Yeah. Um, that's why I would put Kittle ahead. But I, I mean, it's like to win a Super Bowl, you need these are the players you need. Both those types I, of players. I, I'm going to give you two things that stand out about this injury. One, this is why you place a premium and the best teams on the lines. And I learned this when I was in the NFL, a strength because before the season or during the season, you look at, you got your position groups up on magnets, right? Or just, you have the printout of your roster and you go, fuck, our defensive line group is deep. You're an injury or two away from that, a room of strength becoming a room of weakness. And the one thing we learned last year with the Niners is you can never have enough defensive, impact defensive linemen. And this is why I'm going to give Kyle credit being an offensive head coach, and really the boss of personnel. Like, John Lynch answers to Kyle. Now, I I know that John Lynch plays a part in this drafting, too, but if Kyle wanted some sweet offensive player at that spot, at pick 13, or even when they trade back 14, he would have got it, and they went defensive line. Now, I don't know. There's still a lot to be learned. You text me mid-game. You're like, God, he's pretty athletic, Kinlaw. Like, they just got a guy that's 6'5", 6'6", 300. Those human beings are hard to come by. Kinlaw... If they don't take Kinlaw, Kinlaw doesn't make it past pick 20, right? He's on the board maybe three or four, like, max spots. Like, he's going. So, you always draft BPA, especially when you factor. And you get extra, like, I, to me, BPA, lineman, you know? Like, if you, you it's, I, I can find wide receivers. Kyle's proven that. So, I, I give them credit on this one. Right, they knew it, they, but now they had got rid of Buckner or whatever. But still, they they easily could have gone another direction, and no one would have said anything. This is why you do it. And, and two, Robert Sala interviewed for head coaching jobs, and Robert Sala was just a name in the mix. And we like Robert Sala, his energy. He can either keep his name in the head, like guy. If they have a, continue to have a really good defense throughout this season, he's going to get a shitload of credit, and he is going to be a lock interview yeah. or. They could just be a bottom 15 defense and maybe his star diminishes a little bit. And the irony is about great defenses, for the most part, it is about Jimmy's and Jones, more about the X's and O's. Though I, you just watch Robert Solly, he blitzes at the right time. I, I think he's, the more and more you watch him, like he does, his team plays hard. Even when randoms are in there, like these high juniors fucking making plays. I also so think I, he's probably a good personality balance for Kyle. Kyle looked yeah, pretty but stressed my point, today. My point is, like, I, I there's a decent chance now that like he won't be great enough to probably get a job. That you might just get this, keep around this guy. Though, if he is great, he could really cement himself as like if you're just viewing like I want a leader. I don't care about side of the ball because he'll still be at a disadvantage. I think 
as this season goes, I, I don't know where you stand on this. I just, I, I don't see how as an owner you could hire a defensive coach unless it's like John Harbaugh's available. Especially or Carroll, if like, like the Bengals look solid with Zach Taylor. The the Packers have are like historic offensively back to back weeks. Yeah. Um, I yeah it's Cliff, Cliff and Kyler keep crushing. McVay's got his now swag maybe back. like Miami like Brian Flores like they they're two weeks in we'll see but but like he did come from like he was Belichick's that's true coordinator yeah but that's not really <laughs> there's not a great track record for that right no but they were just coming off a Super Bowl when he got the job yeah yeah oh I see what you, yeah that's true um so I I think his name is just something to keep an eye on like his stock and it's not it's just the way it works right. So, but the, ultimately, my first point: this is why you draft BPA and you lean defensive line because those because like BPA defensive linemen is if you if you were right about the pick, they will be on, they will be on the football field for a lot of snaps, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, this is also where them I give them credit because I would have got rid of this guy and I was wrong. I remember when they picked up Eric Armstead's fifth year option. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And then they developed him. They developed him last year. He became awesome. They kept him for less money than Buckner, and they were able to keep Jimmy Ward because of the Buckner trade. You see today, like, Eric Armstead is, you know, he's not like a Bosa, like a 9.5, 10 out of 10, but he's like an 8. You know, you win with guys like that, right? If he's your... He, he, and he carried him today when everyone started dropping. He was fucking making plays. He's batting balls. Like, I, I give them credit. Like, they stuck with it. They saw the scheme fit, and they've developed him to become an above-average Probably just a, a really good starter. Um, I think it's, you know, this emphasizes the need to get Richard Sherman back healthy. Uh, remember Greenlaw? Got, Greenlaw looked like he was okay. Kyle didn't mention him in the postgame, but just want to mention he he went down on special teams late yeah. in the game. I don't know. Is he normally on special teams late in the game? Or was it just a factor that they had, they needed somebody on the field? I don't know. But I just I just think bodies were dropping like flies, yeah. guy. So... <laughs> They, they did one name, and John Middlecoff, maybe back in the day, put a large grade on this individual, Ziggy Ansah. Yeah. Remember, they worked him out last week. D- they didn't sign him. I, it feels like he's a lock to be on the team. By Deion Jordan, tomorrow, too, right? was another guy that worked out, right? Yeah, but I would lean Ziggy. He's played for this defensive line coach when he was in Detroit and had some... Remember, Ziggy was a really good player. He just had ankle issues. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be shocked if Ziggy Ansah's not on the team, wouldn't you? Well, if he, yeah, I... I immediately started thinking about could he become there? Could he be the Jordan Reed of the defense? I mean, he had a twelve. He's had two double-digit sack seasons in his career. It, but injuries, man. They no, I understand. The career. last one was 2017. Like Jordan Reeds are pretty. It's just cut and dry. It's just concussions. I think Ziggy's had ankles and knees. Like he's just been pretty banged up. Jordan Reed is like if he doesn't get concussions, he's really good. He, he had just, two and a half sacks in eleven games last year for the Seahawks. Yeah, and I, this scheme is better than theirs, and just in terms of with the defensive line coach, it's just I think it's just a it's a plug and play deal. I, I'm a little I don't know why Ziggy like wouldn't assign last week if the Niners wanted to sign him. So I'll lean they didn't want to sign him because like what's holding out for more money? Like this is September fifteenth. Like what are we doing here? The well, season's I going. mean, they also it turned out they needed to sign Mohamed Sanu. Exactly. So maybe they it just had might have been a roster maybe. situation thing. Yeah. Because he did come out right. He worked out and then left without a contract. Who, who's that? Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah. 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 So it's it, the Niners got a lot of moving parts on their roster. Roster management is uh, it's not easy right now. No, it is not to, to be those guys. High ankle sprain. Jimmy Garoppolo played a 
high pain tolerance first half against the Jets. Thankfully, they didn't need him. 21-3 to at halftime. He didn't come back. You were texting me in the first half. I would not bring Jimmy back in this game. He didn't play in the second half. That was all Mullins. And I thought, all right, trying to get make sure it doesn't get worse for next week. But then that doesn't look like it's the case because Shanahan said high ankle sprain four to six weeks potentially for Jimmy. Um, God, that's a lot of games. It is a lot of games. Yeah. I would say my first take is when I see him as a sitting duck, even as he's balling, like no one, here's the thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I saw some tweets today, like no one can ever question his toughness. Like, yeah, we already knew that. Like Jimmy's a tough motherfucker. Like no one, I didn't need Jimmy playing through a high ankle sprain. I, I, Jimmy's toughness is fine. Like that's, that's what galvanizes and really ingratiates him to his teammates. Like that's his defining attribute is he's a tough SOB. Like I didn't need today to see that. Uh, we just we Jimmy's at the point now he needs to play quarterback well. We know he's a tough guy, right? Quarterback well, and then today play quarterback well. Even though it's against a shitty team, he was dominant. Fourteen to but sixteen, one thirty-one, two touchdowns. Stretches in that second quarter where it's like he can't move, and then they score that touchdown right at the end of the half, and he runs off a little early, and then randomly like Mozart's right behind him. It's like, oh my god, what is going on? I just thought like Mozart had to piss or something. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think that much no, of it. Knee. One thing was clear, Jimmy, it, Kyle didn't make a decision on him not coming back. Like, it wasn't like he yanked Jimmy from Mullins there. It was like, he went right. to get x-rays, and it turns out he was injured, and he just stayed in there, right? And it was just, he was too injured to keep playing. And then Nick Mullins was just thrust into the action, not because it's like they overly cautious. It's just he was unable to come back. He probably couldn't, more you sit down, right? That ankle swells. Couldn't have been good. But also, me, Kyle sees to, Greg Williams across the sideline. He's like, I don't want to even mess with making this worse. There's some borderline things going on there that you just always feel a little on edge, right? Yeah, with the team. yeah. And, and and I think four to six, it's like Jimmy can't get away from people. So you do run the risk that, not that he hurts the ankle worse, that just that he gets hurt because he can't move. Yeah, to me, if you're like Phillip Rivers and you have this injury, you just play like Phillip Rivers, right? Or Tom Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo became, a, I would say, a shell of himself athletically, right? You see the high ankle sprain where when it happens to a basketball player, when it happens to a skill position guy, well, Michael Thomas play. He What can Michael Thomas do? You can't explode and off He's not it. even a speed run. guy. He's just a big guy. No. And he's, Jimmy's probably not that much slower. I mean, Michael Thomas faster than Jimmy, but I, I thought Jimmy was, if he tried to run a 40 on that ankle, what would it have been, like six? Incomplete. He couldn't move. Wouldn't have finished it. Honestly, I felt at times that he was in a compromised position where yep. he might get hurt worse. Yes, and that's where that's where I leaned. Probably mid second quarter, I'm tweeting like I'd get this guy out of here. And a huge reason was part of football. Listen, it's a tough guy sport. If if you're playing Seattle, it's a tie game. You think about it a little differently. I'm looking at the Jets. They're they're not even laying down. Like I don't, I didn't view like a gutless effort by the Jets. I just view they suck. They don't. Their talent stinks. You don't need this guy. Get him out. He's gonna get rolled back on and hurt his other ankle. Who knows? I just, I, I was on edge watching Jimmy Garoppolo guy once. Once it became apparent that his leg was like an anchor, you know, he just it was like God. And then you could see his face like he was in pain. Yep. He was. That's because it did look a little innocuous once they showed the replay of the play that got him hurt. Right, he kind of gets hit in the back of the ankle, but then it kind of gives, and you're like, "Yeah, he's just gonna shake it off." It clearly got worse. Right, I wonder. I, I'm not a doctor, just Cal Poly Fresno State guy. 
you wonder, did he make it worse by playing on it? Or did that initial ankle roll, was that the high ankle sprain? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I, I would imagine whatever it was when he walked off the field, it was a lot more swollen by the time the second half was going to begin in terms of maybe getting stiff. Because my first thought was, is this something that it's just going to be pain management? But clearly it's it's not, right? It's not just play through it for six weeks because then it's never going to heal and you're never going to be as good as you can be. Um, and here's the other thing. like The schedule is a part of this. I feel like we talk about the schedule a lot. The Giants next week, Philly after that, Miami after that, then the Rams, right? So if we go on the short end four weeks, he'd miss the Giants, the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Rams. And those let's next do, three games are at home. Let's say this. You see Michael Thomas, high ankle sprain. They're saying like he's rehabbing maybe a couple weeks. It was a high ankle sprain, but it wasn't one of those where I've seen high ankle sprains where you got to get carted off, right? You can't walk on it. Clearly he could walk on it. Now the pain... I would say at worst, we just go the three games, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Dolphins, and then you just kind of go from there. Because to me, it was a high ankle sprain. Again, not a doctor, but it clearly, he could walk on it. He didn't need to get carted off. He's We'll see, like, maybe he'll be on crutches by tomorrow. If, like, rumors come out, he's in a boot, I guess he'll probably be in a boot no matter what. Yeah. Right? But not a doctor either. But uh, yeah, I would agree with you. Do, do you think doesn't it feel again just watching athletic I'm with injuries? You. Four to like, six. Six feels pretty long for a guy that was moving around. Like maybe it'd just be a couple weeks. Based on just watching him walk off, I don't think it's. I think what you're saying is reasonable. Like the possibility should exist. I think that he's back in less than four. Um, and you know, like we've talked, we've been watching a lot of Philly. I think. I think Philadelphia's beatable without him. I think Miami's beatable without him. You know, I part of this though is the Giants, the Eagles, the Dolphins, the teams you play next. They have quarterbacks. I think you can take the football away from. Problem is the Niners yes. haven't been taking the, the Niners. Do they have a takeaway? Did they get a pick last? Uh, yeah, Tard had a pick against the Kyler. Okay, it, ball well, got one. tipped. Oh tar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tar okay, you're right. Yeah, but these teams can be beat. Yeah. Rams look good. I like the Rams. Then you got New England on the road, Seattle on the road. Like he just he's got to be back by those games. Can you get to the Rams game, John? At you do get reinforcements soon, right? Debo will be back by the Eagles game. Yeah, Kittle probably back this week. The question, like, like you got Mostert has a knee, Coleman has a knee. Kyle said after the game. Yeah. So are you? Can you just pound the rock for three weeks or not? Or is it going to be Jeff Wilson? Well, to me. Uh, underrated for his big if Jimmy's not seriously hurt not that Jeff couldn't just, have a good game I, I do think the Mostert injury is a fucking big kick in the dick that guy I saw he, again he was the fastest guy of the week right on his pitch toss faster than Matt Breida last week he's going like 23 miles an hour had a second he's their one be- too he's their best running back guy so you lose him I'd go they were had a full deck Debo was here Kittle was here Mostert was here with Mullins I'd be like I feel pretty good about these next couple games just Kyle you have you feel you have the best coach in all these games win it that is like you're now Coleman's banged up so you're McKinnon McKinnon clearly like can we remove the jet nickname and just call him like uh I, I don't know what's what's like a, a transport plane or something like he's not a jet anymore B fifty five is that a thing? B fifty two. Even like a helicopter is like Jarek uh, the helicopter McKinnon. Like well, he's not well, a what's jet. Clear anymore. is that it's not like one of those nicknames that like Twitter ha- like they call him Jet 
Like that's well, what I they think call it's been it. his name since like college. He used to run like a four two. To Those me, you should over. if you were, but like if you were just a fast guy when you're sixty, you you should have the respect of being called Jet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, to me, you got to have like major moments for the nickname to like really like a Jet. If you're Adrian Peterson or something, and that was his nickname, it's like, well, fuck, he was the best running back in the league for ten years. This guy was a role player <laughs> yeah. on a team, like behind Adrian Peterson, and his nickname was Jet, and then he's got hurt, and now he's not fast anymore. And I like him. Like He made a nice play today. Guy, he had a third and 31. He converted a, a yeah. first down. <laughs> so, and we'll, but we'll they, they are, like Nick Mullins, he's lucky he's playing a Giants team that's going to be without Saquon Barkley that's 0-2. Kittle should be back. Like it's Mullins should got, be. He got, I, I think it's reasonable to think Mullins should be a little better next week. I thought, and today he was fine. Like yeah. I, I couldn't even really judge him today. The pick wasn't great, but other than that, like I thought he was fine. To me, his best friend's going to be a running game, and he might have multiple running backs out. Yeah, <laughs> but he might, he might, he might have Kittle back next week, which helps a lot. And you get a week of working with Sanu. Ayuk is now just around, right? right. Ayuk's just going to practice every day. You just notice, like once you get Ayuk, you're like, okay, I got a legitimate receiver there with Kendrick Bourne, and then you put Kittle out there. That's where, if Mo- to me, the Mozart injury is not going to get talked about probably enough because, as we talked about Bosa, obviously Jimmy G, the quarterback's injured. That, to me, guy, if we'll find out by the time you're listening to this or watch this well, on spr- YouTube. sprained like, MCL, waiting for the MRIs, where we stand Yeah, right I mean, it, it could be two, five, who knows? Like, I, I don't think he's going to play this week. I don't either. So, like, that's, this guy's good, guy. I mean, I have it on fantasy today. I, I had 20 points, like, before you could even blink. The dude makes huge plays. He is an explo- Clearly, Kyle sees weaknesses in the defense and goes, I can scheme a play. Now, I don't think he always thinks I'm going to scheme the right 80 yard runs or the 80 yard catch last week. It, but he goes, if we can get this guy in some space, he's the fastest guy on the field. I, right? I wonder if he does think maybe he, he, he does. Scheme, I feel yeah, like he, he is. Does. He does think he can scheme that play. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. And it worked you're twice. Right. I mean, McGlinchey had the hold on the second one, but it worked twice. I feel like, a- and he went down to do the swim. That's where, when he was running off the field behind Jimmy, I thought, no, this guy, he's just, he's going to get a quick IV or something. Did, did you think anything of no. it when he was behind Jimmy nope. on the run? I thought I like, same yeah, thing. Halftime almost a leak. here. Maybe, yeah, maybe they just got, get some rumblies in his tumblies. Kyle told him, we got three other running backs I'm going to use on this drive. It's not going to be you. Take a rest. Rumblies yeah. in the tumblies. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, 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 it, the last thing that crossed my mind is when I, I didn't, once I didn't, Think I, I didn't know with Jimmy whether he was going to come out or or not. I didn't think he was going to play the second half because they had just taken a huge lead, and it was just like, what's the point? But when when they announced that like Mostert didn't come out, I was like, damn, that was like, okay, you lost Bosa, Jimmy, and clearly, and they had they ruled Jimmy and Mostert out. Like Jimmy, okay, once he has a high a bad ankle sprain, out. I'm not that. I know he's okay. Like I know he's not Bosa. But when they just said out for Mozart, I'm like, was he was he running that fast with a torn ACL or something? <laughs> you know, that that scared me. I know. And clearly it, it, this is not good. Nope. I mean, this is this is where I back to Nick Mullins. They should thank their heavens, the scheduling gods just gave them an opportunity to probably go four and one or three and two or just to be alive. Just to be alive. Right? Not to to not be out of it, right? Like if it was golf with a tougher schedule, they'd be in danger of just missing the cut. Remember when Rory 
Last year, the British Open, they played it at like where he grew up. Yeah. I think it was like Royal St. Drude. And it was like, it was a huge deal. Rory kept talking like, you know, I feel some pressure. Like, this is a big deal. I think he shot 79 or it might have been 80. I think the first hole, hole one of the tournament, he hits it out of bounds. It was just a disaster. And then the next day, no pressure. He shot like 65, but he still missed the cut. This would be the equivalent of if Jimmy had, you know, had season ender it would feel a little bit different, right? If I told you Jimmy was a season ender, you wouldn't be as bullish on the team. Correct. I would think yeah. they're going to miss the playoffs. I would think there would be a lock to miss the playoffs. Now, I think that it's going to be difficult, but you'd hold out hope. John, let's tell the people about sleepnumber.com slash ham. I don't know if you've been seeing the commercials on TV. Sleep number the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Shop your way at Sleep Number Stores. Online at sleepnumber.com slash ham. Guy, compared to average sleepers, sleep number bed owners enjoy almost an hour more sleep per night. You spend one third of your life in the bed. Mm. One of the most overlooked solutions for sleeping is your mattress. That's where buddies and our friends and our partners at Sleep Number come in to change your life. Because, guy, if you're going to spend one third of your life in your bed, you better believe you want to spend that one third of your life sleeping well. No doubt about it, John. And uh, I don't know, the more you watch golf like we do, you see these guys wearing these wristbands. Sleep is, uh, Iguodala maybe was the first guy to really bring sleep into the mainstream for professional athletes. But, I mean, you've been working from home, staying up late, you're checking your phone in the morning, you're checking your phone at night. Mental health and sleep in 2020 at the forefront of everybody's mind. Sleep number knows it. That's why they right now can help you save up to $700 on select new Sleep Number 360 smart beds with temperature balancing benefits oh. so you both sleep right, just right. Yep, Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL, our friends, the National Football League. Shop your way at Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com slash ham. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. Get on it now. This is what Kyle Shanahan said after the game. I don't know about the injuries. I don't know exactly why it happened as far as the feeling that was on our sidelines. That's as many knee injuries and ankle stuff and people getting caught on the turf as I've ever been a part of. From what I saw, the other team did too. I know our players talked about it the entire game, just how sticky the turf was. Uh, it was something our guys were concerned about right away, and the results definitely made that a lot stronger. Unfortunately, this is the place we got to go back to work next week. Uh, Fred Warner talked about it a lot after the game. Uh, I saw some of his quotes where he said it, he's never been on a field that felt so sticky, so spongy, and that it felt that way right away. Uh, we, you know, we've talked for a while about how beneficial it was to get the Jets and the Giants back to back. On one hand, no doubt. On the other hand, you wonder if they weren't playing the Jets this week, would Nick Bosa be out? Would Jimmy Garoppolo be hurt? Would Solomon Thomas be out? Would Raheem Mostert be hurt? Would Tevin Coleman be hurt? I mean, and the Jets on their side, they got plenty of injuries too. So part of me does wonder if they really feel like the playing surface is not up to snuff. Remember Harbaugh once pulled the 49ers off the field. We've seen preseason game gets, gets get canceled before. Should the Niners consider making a stink about this? I don't think there's any question. Yeah, the preseason games really jump out to me. Remember the Hall of Fame game a couple years ago, they canceled. A famous one, Brian Billick playing the Eagles at that their old stadium. They w refused to play, I think, in like 2000, Herm, 2001. Herm and that. Andy refused to play in Philly once, too. 
yeah, the Mexico so, game. Remember the Raiders played on Raiders and Packers played on like a eighty yard field. What was it? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, the the uh, in Canada yeah, or whatever. Okay, yeah, remember? not Mexico, Canada. Yeah, well, and then the Canadian game got canceled, right? The Mexican game because they had to put in L.A. the Chiefs and oh, the Rams. That's right. Remember the famous game? I think you have to. I think under no circumstances can you go back in the lion's den of Zach Banner on the Monday night game, the Pittsburgh Steelers starting right tackle USC. I mean, the guy had become a pretty good player. Yeah. At torn at ACL. Then today, the carnage was just outrageous. Now, I don't know exactly how this worked. It would be a problem for just, you know, logistically. But it's not like, I think if you were ever going to pull something like this off, wouldn't it be in a year where there are no fans? Who even cares? Right. Like, couldn't they just... Couldn't they put it at a neutral spot? It's not like the Giants, who just lost their star player to a torn ACL, wants to play on the shit field. Googling it, they had changed the surface this offseason. They had had the same surface since 2013. So a big thing this you know, summer was implementing this new service or this new tur- surface with turf. I guess it had some heating elements under the field, which I think matter in New Jersey, right? October, November, December, when it gets really cold, probably so it doesn't get rock hard but i don't know guy i don't I, I i can't imagine that the players feel comfortable going back i saw diana rossini yeah she used to go by nbc diana was saying dm and her texting with a lot of the niners players they were just on edge about it obviously kyle like you said talked about it just watching it it, it felt it felt weird because it doesn't it, it didn't look guy the niners lost two guys to acls in in 30 seconds of game time yeah that's that's unheard of i've never seen that before in my life i've never seen the cart come out Basically, two times in three plays for with guys with season enders. That's nuts. No, I know. And and uh, you know the other part of this is, and we got a DM on Instagram from Max. Max, credit to Max. Max DM'd us on Sunday after the game and said, "How could you possibly send Kittle onto this turf next week, given his knee injury? No chance." Yeah. And what? remember, the Niners. This this was a real thing leading up to the game, where it was like they, they already red flagged the turf. I don't know. It didn't feel like they had red flagged this turf. They were just red flagging turf in general, right? But, but maybe I, I, don't, I don't look at turf as like some ankle or knee killer. Well, do you? yeah, I do think uh, I saw Kawakami give Jed York credit for refusing to go to turf when the Niners were having trouble at Levi Stadium with grass, just because grass. But you and me are grass truthers, not because of like injuries, grass. more just I like watching grass. But I've never like. I got the Seattle game in the back. They they have fucking turf. But clearly, right, the Niners stadium. were concerned with just like deep with some guys playing on the turf. Just I I felt to me like just turf in general. They just didn't want people like Debo. They didn't want him playing on the turf, right? They yeah. put him on IR before the opener. But so I don't think it's I don't think it's out of the question for them to make a huge stink yes, and say they're especially to play because there. what if they say we can't put we George Kittle is healthy enough to play. But he's not healthy enough to play on this particular field. You you play us at Rutgers, that's turf. He'll play at Rutgers. You take but, us, but to, guy, it's not it's not just a Niner issue. Then it's a league issue because you have 100%. a team that shares a stadium that plays a week, sixteen NFL games. Like to me, it's not the Niners are going to make a stink about this just because of the unique nature of they're literally playing at the same place again. But I do think the the league antennas right. If you're all the teams in the AFC and NFC East. Fucking their red flags are off. I mean, every team in the league that has to go there for the not, you know, just the uncommon opponent right. games, well, their red flags are up. This is a major problem for the NFL. And I think the Niners, 
can be the flag bearers of the issue, right? For sure. Now, I don't know. What, what do you do? Do you change the turf? I, I don't know. Well, I don't have the answer. Yeah, I don't know. If, Not a turf specialist. I think I can you change the turf in a in a week? I'm sure you can. But I think the last thing they want is to walk onto the field for warmups next Sunday. And the Niners go. This feels, feels the same, and they go. We yeah. this time we're not. Kyle goes. This time we're not playing. You can't have that happen, because if the, you the walk league, out there, the league, the, the league cannot have exactly. that happen. Because if if the 49ers walk out there next Sunday and the field feels the same to them, how how can they play? Given what yeah. just happened, like it's well, guy, guy. Why would the field feel any different? Well, I just mean, yeah, if they say, oh, we're going to change out the rubber, or we're going to water it, or we had the coils wrong, or I don't know. I'm just saying. If they walk out and it feels the same, they have every right to say we are not playing on this field. The players, the yeah. Kyle, which which cannot happen if you're the NFL, you cannot have that you happen allow when that you happen. know leading up. Yep. But I also think the Giants now are in this weird situation. I think it's fair to say this is a disaster for the league because it's a shared stadium with two teams. I don't know in the biggest market in the league now, it's two of the worst teams in the league. But that's not the point. I, the amount for the next. What are we in? Week two? So it's going to be week three. From week three to week 17, there's a game there every week, right? There's just a game there every... There's 16 games played in this thing, and they're only two deep into it. You know, it probably That's would help the Niners' case if Saquon hadn't gotten hurt today. Because the Giants would be going, we can't have Saquon on that field. Yeah, right? but That's their stadium. Well, I, I know. I'm just saying, like, you need the Giants to be as... You need Giants players and Jets players to be as angry about it as the 49ers. Like we don't. Well, I think this is definitely going to be a huge talking point. I would imagine the next couple of days in New York because it's a shared stadium. The two teams play there. Saquon hurting his ACL. Other player. Now, the Jets don't really have marquee players, but I'm telling you, don't you think like? Would you feel good about Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs going there if you're? How about New Sam England, Darnold's uh, your quarterback? Carson Wentz. Think about the guys that have to go in there. Dak Prescott, Zeke. Think about the Cowboys team. I no. I think it's a major issue. The Niners are at the forefront of it because, like I said, it's the most unique situation. It turns out the worst turf we've ever seen, and they have to play at it again, and they're not going to want to do that. But every team in line is going to have the same issue. And I think you could throw the – it's not like, in fairness to Adam Gase or Joe Judge or even the GMs, they don't have anything to do with the turf, right? (laughs) No, no, and I'm sure, so and I'm sure even the teams when they put it in, they state of the art tour. I'm sure it's they did all the right stuff. Oh yeah, they didn't, I bet they paid a shitload. They didn't get it, it online. Right? Yeah, they didn't get an eBay. All we know is it's a major issue. We lost. I mean, it, there's been three. I mean, we'll see. I guess Solomon Thomas injury, Bosa, Zach Banner, two ACLs in two weeks. You had a quarterback at a high ankle sprain on it. You just had a lot of players that it, they're just some weird. Every time a guy fell, it felt like they were getting up. I got like, really uncomfortable watching man. the game. Like it felt like stuff was going to happen. It's one thing somebody lowers their helmet, bam, right, knocks himself out. See, I didn't think about the tur- I didn't think about the turf as much as I thought more about just the randomness, unluckiness of the game. And then when I heard the quotes, because the one thing is when you're watching a game live, those guys are talking about it on the field, right. but you don't really get to come into the conversation until you read their quotes after the game, right? Yeah. Because the announcers aren't really talking like, God, the, the Jets and the Giants really fucked up this situation. No, but it was on my mind just because the 49ers, there had been so much talk about the Niners for two weeks not wanting Debo to be on turf. So just turf was on my mind. I've always kind of been e- uneasy with it. And then to see when when Jimmy gets his leg stuck behind him. But then when Solomon, when Solomon Thomas went down, 
it just started feeling really weird to me after Bosa just happened. And then, so to me, I'd even argue some of the innocuous, like the Niners running backs that we didn't see go down, right? They just come off the field and then it just turns out Coleman has a knee. Mozart has an MCL. You're like, what? Clearly that is not normal, right? To me, the, the level of which the Niners had knee injuries today you can't play on that field Mm-mm. under no circumstances, I think. Under no circumstances, you refuse to go back, which is just a major headache for the NFL and the Jets and the Giants, right? It's a disaster. It's a disaster, guy, given that 16 games are 14 more games are played at this venue. Yeah. 14. Niners, John, John, the Niners can't keep losing players, and they cannot put George Kittle on that field next week. No. Cannot do it. No, I don't think they will. This was one of the unexpected highlights of week two, the debut of Justin Herbert. And credit to you, because you said last week, forget this, I'm going with Herbert. And I said, I, I don't think I, I don't think he's ready. I watched him in college. I think he misses too many throws. I think it's too soon for this. You said, F it, go with the man. And then the game starts. What do you think? He's not going to miss the throws and the pros? I mean, it's just part I, of the yeah, deal. Yeah, I just, I, I was talking hard knocks. He couldn't get under center. His cadence was wrong. It was too em- emphasized for running plays or pass plays, whatever. The defense knew what was coming based on how he was. To that, that. And I thought, I just, I don't think he's ready. Well, then the game starts. I'm like, oh, Anthony led. I'm impressed going with the off the off the top rope off the top rope holding the secret nobody saw this coming Middlecoff you were right Anthony Lynn I never imagined you guys are going to be boys now and then it turned out that Tyrod was hurt but whatever Herbert looked really good he looked Herbert's clearly ready clearly I Herbert's- take that take and throw it off a bridge he said that he found out five to five to ten minutes before the game he was starting. Now, we'll find out more when we're recording this. We don't know much about Eddie been hurt all week. What It's hard to hurt your peck in pregame warm-ups. They had the, they had the third quarterback dressed. So clearly something, he tweaked something. So I'm, I, I can only give the Chargers so much credit. They would not have done this without Tyrod Taylor. I, I give them no credit. Zero they were credit. forced into this. Yep. Guy, I also think they're fucking idiots when I read a quote from Anthony Lynn after the game who says, like, you, you now can say, listen... We're reevaluating everything moving forward. Check out the health. I'm not making any firm decisions. It's an easy one. It's a it's a BP fastball guy. And he says that if Tyrod Taylor's healthy, he is our quarterback. That makes me want to throw up in my mouth, spit it out, and lick it. It's that disgusting guy. Tyrod Taylor, did you not watch? Do you know the do you know the take after Thursday night Cincinnati Bengals game and the Browns game? I was like, God, the Chargers might not be very good. And then do you know what the first half, just watching them against the Chiefs, you know what you thought? You know, no, it's Tyrod Taylor stinks. Herbert, who's a work in progress. What are we doing, guy? You'd, it'd be one thing if Herbert was the third-round pick. I would be okay with you saying that. You just drafted him sixth overall. Sixth overall. And clearly, for you know, any human that watches the National Football League, just takes a couple fucking series to go. Listen, I, this guy's raw, whatever. He is really talented. They have a talented team around him. Yep. I, I, it's inexcusable, that comic. I, 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 I cannot get behind it. Now, someone had told me recently, and I forget it because not super locked into Bill's football pre-Josh Allen, 
Anthony Lynn was around Tyrod Taylor when he was there. He loves Tyrod Taylor. I think he feels, and you watch Hard Knocks, Tyrod is a really impressive guy. So I can understand where a head coach who's been around this guy as an assistant coach really loves a guy. But this is where the NFL and the meritocracy, I'd say it's a meritocracy at like every position basically, for majority of positions. Quarterback is one where sometimes you get situations like this where it's not a meritocracy. You know, we um uh by the way, the the uh the line over three hundred yards passing had the rushing touchdown, missed some throw. I mean, he looked there were throws that he made that to me looked like Oregon, which were the things that I had in my head, missing high multiple times, lacking touch. But they didn't play the Carolina Panthers today. They play them next week. They didn't play the Jets today. They played the Kansas City Chiefs today and had a lead with Kansas City driving They have to tie the end of the game. Now, this wasn't a toe-to-toe shootout with Mahomes. This didn't look like Browns-Bengals on Thursday night. But clearly, you have a chance against a high-end opponent to win with Justin Herbert. That is, that's the end of the discussion. And you and I were uh, on the air back in the day with the greatest hurt guy getting replaced since uh, Wally Pip. And it was similar, right? Jim Harbaugh loved Alex Smith. The whole team respected Alex Smith. Alex Smith was finally getting his chance, much like Tyrod, who'd been in shitty organizations and hadn't really ever gotten a shot. This team around him was really talented, and this was his shot. And he was clearly a team leader, and this was going to be his moment. And to no fault of his own, he couldn't start. Same thing happened with Colin. And Kaepernick came out. What did Kaepernick do? 11-17, uh, got sacked three times, didn't throw a touchdown, comes back the next. Remember, that was, was that Thursday night football or was the next week against the Bears Thursday night football? One of those two games was Thursday night. I think the Bears yeah, game was the, Thursday night. Yeah. His first that start. Was where Alex got, that's where Alex got. I thought Alex got knocked out against the Bears. Or was it the Cardinals? Well, he played against the Rams the week before. He was 11-17 and didn't start. So I think that's when Alex got knocked out. Then his first start. I was with you. I thought Alex got knocked out against Chicago. But in any event, he starts against Chicago. And I would say this, though, guy. I'm going to push back. I see where you're going with this analogy. Alex had just been a starting quarterback the year before on a team that went to the NFC Championship game. And then, like, well, clearly they had, yeah, they but came to, back. What you're like, about to say he's not a pushback. Like, Alex was the harder guy to replace. Yeah, he was the number one overall so I'm pick. Saying, my point is, if you could, the previous, Tyrod's nothing. But, but no, no, no. But what I'm saying is all the things that Alex was in terms of leadership, like, Tyrod is all those things. Like, that's that's the point, like, to, in Anthony Lynn's mind. But Alex was a much harder guy to replace. Well, he'd won. They'd, the yeah, team had uh, won with him. That, that's and why, they, the that's why this comparison absolutely works. It's because Alex was much harder to replace. And they did it without hesitating. Harbaugh loved them. They'd won with them. He'd had way more equity in the organization than Tyrod. Actually, Herbert kind of reminds me of Kaepernick. I I don't think it's crazy. And I'll give you even more pushback. Here's the difference. Kaepernick, when he came in, he was a second-round pick. Like, there is this guy's the sixth overall pick. It wouldn't have been as crazy, right, if Kaepernick had been a top-six pick. I think it was kind of, it was really cool. Kaepernick was not a rookie though. He wasn't a rookie. He wasn't a rookie. But this guy's a six overall pick. My pushback on the, he's a rookie. 
He was a four-year starter at college. This is not some one-year wonder. This is not even Kyler Murray who was a one-year starter. This is not Mitch Trubisky. Four-year starter at Oregon. But four fucking years. But, but here's I'm so what I was tired of hearing you, this. You, like, oh, he's not ready. Who's ever ready? But, 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 but that's, done. that's done. That's done. That hap- that that argument died today. Yeah, he played. I made that argument yeah. last week. The argument's dead. I I rolled a eighteen wheeler. Well, the difference, like, is just the sink or swim when we use that. Sink or swim, like for most kids, right? You put floaties, you put them in the shallow end. Like they can't sink. In pro football, it can get really ugly fast, right? You put them with a bad team. You put them in situations, a really good defense or whatever. This team just is really talented around him. Like he's got two legit wide receivers. He's got a tight end that's really talented. And he's got several running backs. And he's got good players on defense. Like you would argue for most young quarterbacks, we, we talked a lot about Joe Burrow. Earlier that, or you know, after the Thursday night game, his team isn't close to as talented as what we're watching with this. Like, if, if there's ever an easier landing spot for a quarterback that gets drafted really high, they usually go to shitty teams. Right. This guy went to a really good team, talent wise. Like, he's in a position to like they held they 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 went toe to toe with the Chiefs. Basically, what sixty minutes plus another eight. Because you know what, when you watch them on the field with the Chiefs, you go. They might not be the Chiefs good because of the Mahomes, but their talent, it's not like that much different, right? They got $100 million guys. They got sweet wide receivers. They got playmakers. They got, they got Eckler. They yeah. got, yeah. Even her, and, they can and chase I think the quarterback. Part of, I'd say Herbert's part of that. You're like, fuck, this Joey is Bosa. really talented Well, yeah, guy. I, to me, you watch me go, he is stressful. to. He would be stressful to play defense against, right? Yeah. And he might miss, he might, he's going, not might, he's going to. In fact, like I told you before we started, he kind of reminds me of Kaepernick in some ways. Here, here would be, I, I think Kaepernick, obviously, the better runner. He's the better thrower, but both are size-wise, throw hard, right? They have Yeah, like just similar. Th- from a size standpoint, to me, he is more of a straight-line runner like Colin, right? The yeah. other part of it is, like Colin, you go, okay, does, will he develop touch on the ball? Like, that is one of the big... He does miss some of these throws high. He does throw rockets on eight-yard passes. And you go, all right, he's got to reel that in. But clearly, he's a playmaker. Like, that is not a debate. He is a playmaker. Yeah. And explosive play. The other thing Colin, is like, what, what, what is Tyrod? Where are you going with Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback? Like, what is your true ceiling? Could you win a couple games that come down to the wire where no one's throwing haymakers? Yeah, maybe you could. But at the end of the day, in the NFL, you're going to have to win games where people are throwing haymakers. And this guy, I think we saw enough in a big game when he got thrown in in the moment to say he can help you make big plays. Here's where I think the Colin analogy really comes into play is Alex did not have the ability to really make big plays. Now, I didn't every time Herbert dropped back to throw it 20 plus yards, I didn't have confidence it was going to get completed, yeah. but I knew like I might. And then a couple plays, Keenan or Mike, because he has two sweet wide receivers that have these crazy catching radius, would make these unreal plays. And I just know for a the fact. Keenan, the Keenan Allen catch over the middle, right over Tyrod's finger. I mean, uh, was, Tyron Matthews' fingers was incredible. It was badass. Like, Tyrod does not have that play in the bag. Just like Colin immediately started making some plays, Alex did not have the play. That's where I think it's easy. And this is where it's probably unfair. Maybe Anthony Lynn's just saying that. Maybe they discuss it as the week goes on. This is also, listen, I, I think Dean Spanos has proven to be pretty questionable owner over the years, you get involved with this, I think. You just go, guys. I, I don't think you can't disagree completely there. Owner, like, you can't break protocol here. Dean Spanos has no yeah. business telling Anthony Lynn what to do. Yeah, well, it's totally his team, disagree. and that's, they just draft the guy sixth overall. Right. If, that, if they go back to to Tyrod Taylor, Anthony Lynn's going to get fired. Well, he might, but that's his grave that he digs. To me, you, you are... 
But I kind of. But if I'm D. Spanos, I like Anthony Lynn. I don't let him dig his own grave. But 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 you got to let him be who he is. And if that's who he is, then maybe he's the wrong coach. This is how organizations, to me, get stuck in ruts. Is when it gets around, like, well, your owner's going to tell you what to do. FYI. Now maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, but you cannot have. I think everyone would agree with him because I fucking. Well, but that's not the point. You can to me. You that is one protocol you cannot break if you want to be a legitimate organization. You cannot tell the coach what. Well, I'm I'm telling this guy if he goes back to Tyrod Taylor, he would lose a lot of his credibility throughout the league as a guy. Like he'll never be a head coach. But credibility aside, like he just his team's not his team might underachieve. Then you're right. Yeah. That, but that's but to me you you cannot in the well, big I, picture you I, might have to I'm replace him anyway. So you yeah, cannot yeah. Dean Spanos handicap your next coaching hire by telling Anthony Lynn what to do in week three. Well, if I if I'm the general manager, I'm throwing my body in front of this. Now, one thing I've heard, and I've heard this from people that know Tom Telesco and the Chargers really well, they had a plan in their head. They did not want to throw this guy to the Wolves. And my pushback has always been. This is not 1996. We're not running pro style. Like this is, as you see today, he actually looked okay. Like, he got under center. He looked fine. Yeah, they're running Oregon type plays too. Like he's in the gun a lot as well. It's like guys, what? Just the, the throw your plans out the window. Just make this guy play. So then, in two years and three years, he's gonna have all this experience. My favorite play of the day was when he rolled out to his left, threw to his right across his body. The honey badger pick him. No, maybe he was just picked off. And it, like those are the type plays you cannot learn on the clipboard what your physical skills, what you can get away with and what you can't get away with. He probably gets away with that against Washington State. He probably gets away with that against Oregon State. He might have even got away with that in practice against the twos. But you realize you're playing the Super Bowl champs. And I those are the learning moments. I'm a learn-by-doing guy. And you cannot learn playing quarterback by not playing so it's like if, but, and we'll see. Who knows? Maybe he never comes back, and it's just these are just words. If they ever go back to him, I'll feel bad because I I, I want to like Anthony Lynn as a person. He'll lose all credibility with me out of coach. I'll never be able to look at him the same. But here, here's ever. here's what I keep going back to, like this argument about whether or not Justin's ready to learn. To me, again, I'll repeat. It's it, that's the argument is I just watched him and he's good enough to play NFL quarterback, and clearly the ceiling that you hope he has. He has. And whether you were like me and thought, oh, I wouldn't do it, or you were like you and said, it's time to get him in there. After watching him Sunday, I don't know how two people that had that differ, differing opinion last week could have that differing opinion. I couldn't stand by that opinion today after watching him. Yeah. So like you've always said, it's like, who cares that you had a guy graded high four years ago when he came out? That was based off three years of film against some guy that's working as a trainer now at his alma mater. I've got now four years of NFL film to judge a player on. Well, now I've got a Sunday for Justin Herbert against the Kansas City Chiefs, and I can ju- I don't have to judge him on the Rose Bowl anymore because I watched that game. And yeah. I go, oh, and, 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 I think all the stuff I thought, the good stuff I thought, might be true. And to and, and I think and, clear- sorry, and just to repeat this part again, and his team's good enough around him to handle it. And clearly, by the information that we have, he had not been the starting quarterback all week. Right, maybe a little bit, but yeah. I think he was thrust into a weird situation. It was not, it was not. He had been starting. It, Schefter announces it on Tuesday. He takes all the reps. It was a bizarre situation, and he handled it. I don't think he can handle it that much better. Beside not winning the game, like yeah, he had some ups and downs, but it's like shit. Is Tua gonna pop like that? I don't know. Like I mean, that popped, right? That popped. Not quite Burrow popped, but not that far away from Burrow popped. I like him. It wasn't I, mean, I already pops. did. Yeah, that's true. I already did. 
Because Burrow has much more touch, and that's just something. But the only way you can learn touch, guy, is in game situations. I, I just need him to see it in these games against these good yeah. teams. That luckily, they play. I, I don't think we're going to see him learn touch in the next few weeks, but I do think even no, without but I just it. Say that's how you coach no, it out. Sure. I mean, look, Colin never developed it, right? It just never came for him, really. Never. But in terms of that skill. But even without it, this guy has these other skills that are just, to me, would make life difficult as a defensive coordinator. And on a team that it's, you buy yourself more time, really, if you're this organization and you go with him right now, right? You People yeah, accept well, the fact that you might lose a few games that in another year you hope you win. Here's where we both 100% are on the same page. They are really fun. With They become a team so, I'm watching every week. Well, believe me, we're on the same page now in just about everything except the Dean Spanos thing. We were not on the same page last week, but I don't. it doesn't take much argument after watching this guy. But you're right. It's, we're going to see them a lot, particularly on the West Coast. It's like, please. I just I know what I'd do if I was Dean Spanos. I'd walk right down to my head. <laughs> I know, I'd be guy, like, that kid's if you're Telesco, you I don't give a shit who you tell. I don't care what Telesco Yeah, you can't do it. Starting. But you, you can't do it. But... Uh, we could disagree about that all day. I just don't think you can cross that line. But it's I know what I saw. And I know i know who should be the starting quarterback, the Chargers. And Anthony, we hope you make the right decision. Please, for your own, for your own career. John, let's tell the people about DraftKings. Oh, what a Sunday at DraftKings.com or the DraftKings app with the promo code HAM. You want to gloat? Uh, another third-place finish. I've had two third-place money finishes. Uh, what, what was the line from uh, uh, Jack the Jackie Moon movie? What was the name of that movie with Will Ferrell? Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, like they had like foam fingers made up with the four because they had to be in yeah. fourth place to make it to the NBA. We're number yeah. four. We're number four. That's me. Well, I'm number three. Yeah, I mean, you won 130 bucks. It's better than I, I didn't win anything. Uh, get in our DraftKings game. No golf this week. We'll just have another Sunday game. I like just the Sunday only, though... It's pretty. I, I'm 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 mad at my squad because I thought I put together a pretty good mm. squad. I, I didn't get uh, close to the top ten. Download the DraftKings app. We love our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings.com. DraftKings. Just go to your app store, download the app, and when you do sign up, promo code Ham. We got a bunch of football. We got, still got this thing out there in the uh, kind of the ether. I think in November called Augusta and the Masters. Haberman just wins these golf tournaments, didn't you? You did the PGA Third and place the U.S. The PGA. Open. I mean, you're, I'm, 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 you're two for two. I'm like Xander. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, win you, it, but I'm going to be there in the you, big moments. Oh, yeah. You are uh, You're in a good spot right now. My you're football like team the is opposite terrible. of Bryson. Before Bryson got big, he could never get into like a, in the mix in a major. You're just in the mix in the majors. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to win one. I'd like to be in the mix, be in the top 50 in one of our football games, though. Yeah, well, uh, I don't even know what I finished. But get in our game. Promo code ham. I, I got a lot of people texting us. I'm sure you got yes, DM'd. And guys, DMs. don't hey, wait. It, it, you got to get in fast. You got to get in fast. It puts out. It's going to fill up. Maybe this week. You want to do 150? You want to do a little bigger? Yeah, let's make it bigger. Yes, make it bigger. We'll do 150. We'll put it out. Sunday only. We'll put it out. I guess I think we probably put it out Monday. Um, yeah, we'll make the game bigger. That's a good idea. Get like it. And, and by the way, if you have any trouble, you can just DM us on Instagram um, and we can get you hooked up with the DraftKings. You want to get in our league as well, the Haberman and Middlecoff League. You want to do that. Middlecoff is actually, we didn't start the league at the very beginning. You're in sixth place in overall league standings through four events. Well, guy, I put, I put good teams together. We just can't get it done on Sunday. I, I want to wring Brendan Todd's neck. Hideki <laughs> finished double-double. I, I, I guess double-double par, but the two doubles cost me a lot of money gambling on my bookie and on DraftKings. 
I, I just can't quite put it together. You know, you had DJ who looked terrible. All of a sudden, you look down is in fifth. You know, it's, it's <laughs> I why you see, pick him. I haven't seen I didn't see DJ hit a ball after Friday, John. Guy, DJ, I, I got to look how much money the winner. I, I bet DJ just made six hundred grand, right? <laughs> I mean, what, what did he even do? I, I didn't see him. I, I hit, saw him hit two shots all week. That's a good pick, though. I mean, I, I'm busy taking Hideki and Brendan Todd. You're just taking Dustin Johnson. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Dustin sucks this week. He's guy. I saw today on the ESPN uh, ticker, or you know, like when you go to ESPN.com and you just click the leaderboard, it goes up or down. So like, how many spots you've jumped or gone the wrong way? He gained 17 spots today. So he started wow. the day in like 35th, and he ends up in fifth. Yeah, I, I started that the day. Doesn't add up, no, but, but I just understand. <laughs> He made a run, no doubt. You know what I mean. Yep. Get in DraftKings. Do it now. Promo code ham. Promo code ham. Promo code ham. Get you a shot at a million dollars. Promo code ham. DraftKings. Let's get to some other NFL stuff before we get to Monday Night Football. Middle cough. Uh, boy, you start. What, what game you want to start with? Uh, I mean, to me, the story of the day had to be the Cowboys. <sighs> I mean, they were down. It felt like thirty-nine nothing. It turns out they were just down twenty at one point yeah, in time. Just getting embarrassed. Mike Nolan on my timeline was getting eviscerated, which I think is fair. Like, I, 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 listen, I'm a Mike McCarthy. Clearly, he's not some village idiot the way it ended in Green Bay. I do believe, though, his choice of defensive coordinator, I don't like it at all. I mean, that he owes Mike Nolan, right? Because Mike Nolan made him an offensive coordinator, which led him to changing his life to become the Green Bay job, which turned out Aaron Rodgers was on the roster, right? Mike Nolan was never going to be another defensive coordinator again, guy, in the NFL. So I, I do think that's kind of an elephant in the room story just with them moving forward. But they made this miraculous comeback. They kicked this onside kick. Dan Quinn, who was going to get fired last year, threw some names in a hat of his coaching staff. Somehow they win all these games. He doesn't get fired, but now he's 0-2 in this game. They got their ass kicked week one by the Seattle Seahawks, and I mean their ass kicked. This will this loss is worse, right? I, uh, yeah, because that game was at least Seattle, like at the end of the day, and they didn't have this level of a lead. They're the first team in NFL history to lose after scoring 39 points, zero giveaways, and three takeaways. And then on top of that, even after they blew the lead, and I texted you when they were up several scores, I said, I think they're blowing this game. Now, it wasn't 20 to nothing, but that game had time and it was moving. And I just said, I, I think the Falcons are going to find a way to lose this football game. And then I kind of gave up on it. That onside kick, which how many times did we watch Janikowski or some other kicker do some shit they've been practicing for like 12 years? Like, oh, wait till you... you kickers just try crazy shit, try to be the mad scientist. The fact that that worked is insane because the ball wasn't even taking any weird bounces. But the Falcons no. were spooked. Why? I'd argue it wasn't that great of an onside kick if you just jump on it. It was right there. The guy was standing looking right at it. it I, did you think it was a great onside kick? No, because it wasn't bouncing. It was just spinning. You, it wasn't going to spin out of your hands. I didn't think Julio was there, didn't jump. I mean, he was behind somebody else who got scared. Did they it was freak bizarre, out and not know the it rules? Was... But I, I went from thinking this is going to be open season on Mike McCarthy after two weeks. Like, I thought Jerry Jones was sitting in his, in his box thinking, did we mess this up? Well, but but he's on. He's got like a five oh, year. Well, I'm not saying he's gonna fire him. I, I, I'm just thinking. I think I think I started thinking is Mike Nolan gonna last to like Halloween? Well, that's fair too. But at one point, I, my thought was like, was Aaron Rodgers right? And did the Cowboy did the Cowboys just go all in on Mike McCarthy and they picked the wrong guy? Now, when it was all yeah. said and done, Dak had a huge day. Uh, 
CD Lamb came out of nowhere to help me get from like 78th to 73rd in DraftKings. So appreciate you, CD. Um, but yeah, that was the story of the day. Just uh, is it possible that they thought about making a change last year in Atlanta? That they do they end up doing it mid year? I mean, because that's a gut punch. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. That's, yeah, I, th- I think the two guy. I think the two the hot seat watches on Adam Gase, Dan Quinn. If I gave you over under October thirty first right now on those two guys, are, are both of them gone by then? Yeah, I do. You, do you have it? I got Atlanta schedule right here. Um, because clearly they're yeah. not a joke. Like they're good. Well, but they, but guy, they've ne- they haven't been a joke for a well, couple I years. Know, but they clearly, have a quarterback. They, they, they got competing. offensive guys. Yeah, but guy, like they they have talent. Well, I understand. Like, but my point is, like, do you get fired mid year if you're a seven and nine team? It's what they might be. Uh. Yeah, I guess okay, fair argument. I would put Gase then ahead of Quinn. But they play like but, what if they lose the, to but, Chicago this week and then they're 0 3 going to Green Bay and they get and they lose in Green Bay and they're 0 4. Like maybe he does. Yeah. If you start 0 4. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd I'd say those are my two teams to keep an eye on. And the one team, I, I'd say the other story just kind of the league right now. I thought this team was going to come back to earth. It's pretty clear the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are going to be good as shit. Now, I get they played the Lions, but are they a 12-win team? Because unlike the Niners, I mean, Devontae had a hamstring, but that's not devastating. I, Aaron Jones, who was really good, I, I checked the box, had 18 carries for 168 yards. Now, he had a 75-yard run, but I saw that when I was watching the red zone, Aaron hit him on a touchdown pa- sweep pass. I just think the Packers are good. I mean, if, if Aaron Rodgers is going to compete to be an MVP candidate, like they're going to be a lock playoff team, yep. right? Yep. I, you'd argue they're the lock they're going to win that division. Like they're they're hosting. Minnesota games. got beat by Indy. Minnesota today. stinks. Detroit's now zero and two. The Bears are two and zero, but I think it's going to be hard for them to get to ten wins with Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but their defense is good. What, when, we've been talking. We talked a lot about Dak last week. We've been talking a lot about Wentz. He's thrown how many? I I know he has. I know of the three interceptions. I haven't looked at his stats, but the two he threw against Washington last week one were absolute killers because they were up. Was it 21, 14 nothing or 21 nothing? I think it was 21 nothing, right, in that game? And then it was yeah. 7 and then 14. They scored immediately Washington on back-to-back interceptions from Carson. Today, they're kind of getting their butts kicked, too. They get back into the game. They're down by 5. They've got a first down, basically, it's the 21-yard line, so let's call it the red zone. And he goes, like, across his body, into the end zone, double coverage, picked off, basically cost him the game or at least a shot to win the game you texted me like who's he think he is brett Favre? yeah but he's killing him yeah, he does he he yeah. is killing them and i think on the flip side is like the rams went in there and for multiple times when i saw the score like they were in complete control. yeah they were like I, and now it's it's not normal right you're not going there in front of eighty thousand people but still like that's that's a pretty good win and you're right carson wentz is underachieving right now we're just I, underachieving might be the wrong word. He's just not playing good enough. He's not playing winning exactly. football. Yeah, he's not playing winning football. But not only is he not playing winning football, he is. They, he was playing winning football against Washington, and then he played yeah. losing football. They were not playing great. They had a chance against the Rams, and then he made a losing play. It wasn't I'd fourth say down. Was, it was first down in the red zone. Baby, what, what do we call that? Uh, uh, baby killer. The baby Rich zone? Gannon the, baby once zone? Fa- the, ba- baby the baby zone, yeah. The Rich Gannon once said, the only thing worse than throwing a red zone pick is killing a baby, is, or killing is, a baby is worse than a red zone yeah, pick. It was just it a... Was di- it was a comment it was that like really stood out. like dying a child or dying a baby, yeah. 
Yeah, like drowning a bit. It was it was like, whoa. But I think Gruden had told him that, remember? So I was like, yeah, I believe that that was said in a meeting. Uh, you can't do it. You cannot throw picks in the red zone, in the litter, in the scoring area, in the 10 yards where the fucking, uh, you know, the Eagles emblem is. Like that, that cannot happen. You can throw incompletions. You can have tip ball. You cannot throw a pick. And you told me to rewind because I wasn't kind of paying attention. I went back on the red zone channel. He had the guy kind of right in his hands. Like the guy came right across. It was a, it was terrible. One thing I, I didn't write this down, but it just kind of hit me. Mm. Week one, we realized the Chiefs had added a star running back. Yeah. We're like, well, they got the best quarterback. Their defense is clearly much better than it has been the last couple of years. And we're like, damn, they got this Clyde Edwards Hilaire H is silent. They're, they're going to be pretty good. Do you know what I realized today? Do they have, like, the second or third best kicker in the league? This guy's just drilling 58-yard field goals when it doesn't matter. Then at the end of the game, three straight because they kept calling timeouts. But one thing's pretty clear now, just thinking about buck kicker. They got themselves a high-end kicker. I don't know if he's, like, McManus or, you know, Peak, the guy that's missing all the field goals now, but who was really good, well, he, Gitkowski. But he's just... Well, he what, made a big uh, one today. Up? He made the game winner today, though. Sunday. He did whatever the rape Tucker. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't want to anoint this guy yet, but it does it feel like they got their McManus or Tucker? Well, don't kinda? you think it's like when you're when you're a kicker on a great team, you're just gonna have these moments, and you, I mean, you're just gonna have the opportunity to make big kicks and big games that everybody's watching. To hit three, to get iced twice and hit three fifty-eight yarders in a row, basically. Would you agree if you hit three straight forty-five yarders in a row, that'd be pretty impressive? I thought he was gonna 50. miss one. 58? I, I I get you're in a dome at SoFi. 58's 58, right? Do you think, how many kickers in the NFL hit three straight 58s? Five? Well, I thought, uh, what's his name? The Cowboys kicker now from the from the, from the, oh, from the Dan Rams? Ba- not Dan Bailey. Uh, was Dan Zerla- Bailey. Uh, Greg, Dele- Greg DeLake. I thought he was definitely making, he could have made 12 in a row after he got that onside kick because to me getting that onside kick is like, I can only imagine how many times somebody said something to him on the team. Like, dude, what are you practicing over there? He's like, oh, man, I'm just working on some. And then it works. So he had to be flying high. Uh, before we get to Monday Night Pick, uh, talking Saints Raiders, the other non, the, it, it was a great Sunday. I would have liked maybe a little closer finish at the U.S. Open. But it was a great tournament. Bryson got his first major. He is now just the third golfer ever, John, to win a, U- a U.S. amateur an NCAA championship and a U.S. Open. Jack and Tiger are the other two. Well, I think one thing was clear today. He hit driver nonstop. And I just, even the last two days, just watched him. Nonstop driver. He became the only guy, he he hit the least amount of fairways in the history of a U.S. Open to win. Oh. And I think they showed a stat like in most majors. Like it's, it's outrageous what he, he hit 23 fairways on the week. Here's where he's cooked the books. And he did this at Harding Park, too. If you're hitting at 360, 370, and you missed, he ain't hitting 5-iron out of the rough. He's hitting a wedge. He's hitting an 8-iron, a 9-iron. It is. It does work to his be, you know benefit. And he's not, like, definitely what he did today, I noticed. And I'm trying to go back and forth with football. His misses weren't that bad. Mm. Yesterday, he had a couple that it was like, holy shit. Today, I thought today it was just slight misses, and, and Wolf just, I mean, I... I Wolf got second, so I'm not going to talk shit about him. Everyone, carnage. You finished second at a U.S. Open. That's impressive for Matthew Wolf. And he, I think he had a good finish, remember, at the PGA Championship because he went low over the weekend. Like, it's he's really good. Like, one thing's clear. Wolf swings really weird. He bombs it, too. Does the rough? Here's the pushback. Does this crazy rough 
DJ finished fifth. Fuck with guys that hit it 330 plus. Like you're not hitting four. If you give Haberman or Middlecoff a five iron out of crazy rough, you're screwed. And I think you need to see some of these scores like Tiger and some of these guys. That happens to them. But for these guys, it doesn't. Well, I also... Matt, Matt, Wolf Wolf shot 65 yesterday and hit three fairways. Uh, but see, you remember the... What did uh, Patrick Reed shoot on Thursday? Because he had only he only hit five fairways. Yeah, he but was, he he was like out of his ass pulling these well, chip he, shots. He, and he, he did hit a hole in one. But... The, my point is just maybe it, <laughs> yeah, you know, it that, that nobody cel- that nobody in his group celebrated. By the way, not even his well, Jordan caddy. Smith doesn't like him, but he, yeah. even Patrick's caddy didn't seem. I know, but uh, maybe it, it it helped. Deshambo outplayed everybody by the end, so I don't. He was. I mean, to me, he he is a major winner. Like that's just what I when you watch him, he just does elite shit. Just won a major by six shots at a, a historically tough. Was he the only US guy under par? Course. Yeah, because Wolf. To me, that's got to be one of the coolest feelings ever in terms of winning a major is to be the only guy under par and not be like one under. What he finished at six or six, I think five or six or seven. Shot th- shot three under today. How about that? On I mean, Sunday. Like, that's maybe it helped him though, John, that like no one was hitting fairways. So for his style, like if he plays a tournament where no one can hit the fairways, he's just closer out of the rough than everybody else for the most part. Well, now remember we've been playing DraftKings for golf. Twice now, this on the restart, obviously the U.S. Open, but remember there was a tournament that he won, I think in Detroit. He played with Wolf. I, I, you know, if we're talking matchups, football, oh. not an ideal matchup for Wolf to get paired with him in the final group. Yeah. That's that's a lot because I don't think Bryson thinks he's losing to Wolf. Right? No, and and I, Wolf can give Wolf's twenty one. And if you're Wolf, how many players do you play with that you're hitting thirty yards behind them sometimes? Yeah, n- not many. Or you're just like God. This I, I hit my 350, and he outdrove me. Yeah, I will that. say this. I think one other thing that happened, and this is because probably that they were playing together, and this to me does not mean this is not choking, but I give Wolf credit. Like I thought for a while, even when he was three shots back, basically in that range, four shots yeah. back, I thought he was playing to to catch Bryson. He he hit some balls that I thought he was just from the fairway. He's just going at the pin, and because of it. He might have run it by off the back of the green and into the rough, as opposed to just kind of playing it safe. I'll just keep plugging. Well, he, along. Had, he had a comfortable lead over the rest of the guys too, right? It, it was those two kind of. Yeah, out by yeah. Themselves. I just thought he kept trying to catch Bryson, and maybe that's why he got further back, is because he was just taking some chance. So I give him credit. I I thought he was more aggressive than sometimes you see a guy be in that spot. Uh, I'd agree. So he also, I'm pulling up the. Uh, he made one point three five million dollars today. All right. You know how much Bryson won? Uh, two and a half. Two. Yeah, two point two five. These purses, man. You know what, DJ? A guy we did not see hit a shot. I swear to God, for two days, four hundred and twenty grand. <laughs> and people are like, "God, DJ's just not coming through. He finally gets this. Is a U.S. Open. He's got to win. He finished T six four hundred twenty four grand. That's not a bad like finish. Just really shitty. Even Xander, just yeah, five hundred. It's, you get good at golf now, <laughs> fuck, you can make a lot of cash. We got Monday Night Football coming up, and uh, as of Sunday night, the Saints are five-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 230 on the money line. But for the Raiders, if they had a crowd, who knows if this line would be a little bit different, opening up their brand-new Vegas stadium. I'm actually pretty fired up to uh, to see it and to see this game. Initial reaction to five-and-a-half. It feels right. I mean, I I... What have the Raiders proven to beat a team that's consistently in the mix to go to the Super Bowl? 
and who makes the playoffs every year for the last handful of years. Uh, I, I actually think the Raiders are a team that like could make some noise this year. Where, where I get nervous betting on them in this game are two, twofold. One, and it starts with the, their biggest worry to me is their defense. No pass rush and their corners. I mean, Arnett, Damon Arnett, last week against the Carolina Panthers, who got boat raced today by Tampa, gave up a perfect pass rating. They, they, and they get no pass rush. And as we saw with the, the, I think the Niners showed us last year, with one good corner, a pass rush can just make up for average corners. Like the, the blueprint's pretty, pretty simple. And I think their second biggest one is just Derek. Derek, when he's played in games that are big and everyone's watching, it feels like lately has been shitty. The Cowboy game a couple years ago with Del Rio. To last year, the Chiefs, a big game when everyone was paying attention. He has just been in these situations where primetime games, where people feel like, God, I, you know, I think his team might have a shot. And then he just lays an egg. Yeah. And this is a situation, guy, if he's bad, no one will give a shit about his numbers. They're just going to talk about him for the foreseeable future as just an average player or below average. He's, he's got to play well tomorrow. Everyone's paying attention. And they can't win if he doesn't. Now, yeah. dude, we well, talked about this after week one. Drew Brees wasn't great. He threw the ball short a lot. Michael Thomas, the high ankle sprain. But, you know, one thing I do think about is Alvin Kamara, McCaffrey, for all the the Raiders seemed like they had everything in check. He did go for 134 and two scores. And then you got the Nick Kwiatkowski had the, the pectoral injury. Jared Cook, the former Raider, looks good. Uh, they do have Emmanuel Sanders. They do have, you know, say what you want. We don't love Taysom Hill as a backup. We don't think he's a backup quarterback, but he is a weapon. So they got a lot going for him. Um, you know, you see, you see Gruden talking about him this week. I mean, he's was like, he drooling over him? him? Don't you think if Gruden was doing Monday Night Football, that'd be like his favorite player? Does it all? They'd have a huge segment about him, right? He'd be like Gruden grind. Yeah. Like he'd be itching to give him the Gruden grinder. Gosh, John, there there is a lot of me that wants to take the Raiders and the points here, just because I don't think the Saints are as good as the team that put up thirty four points last week against Tampa. Yeah. Um. I just Michael Thomas out. Yeah, the Michael Thomas injury. Uh, it's really hard for me to do it because there's nothing in in history that says I should that we should take the that I should take the Saints that I should take the Raiders in five and a half points in this game. Right? There's it's not yeah. a lot. And re- recent history says it's going to be hard to match Drew Brees offensively. Um, I, Rugs again. You know the Rugs. I think he practiced on knee. Saturday, but I saw Adam Kaplan tweet, and there's still some unknown. You know, right. I'm, I'm conflicted on this game. I probably wouldn't bet it. I, I want, there's something tells me maybe it's style points. Like to me, it feels like you'd get some style points if you took the Raiders on the points in this game. I, I, because I do think, and you agree, right? Their offense is legit. I I don't know. I could not put my, I could not put my hard earned money on the Raiders. Yeah, I couldn't either. And I'm not saying they can't pull it off because I'm with you. It would not shock me if they did it. But if I if you told me I had to bet this game, I would have to take the Saints. I don't trust Derek in a big spot. I don't trust their defense. And I just don't trust their aspiration yet when you have to win. Because I had glimpses last year when I saw it, and it wasn't even close. Like, the, the, the thing that would make me nervous, like, does Derek throw a pick six in the first quarter? You know, something like that, where just the momentum snowballs on them. They, they are a great front-running team offensively. To me, their defense is holding on for their ass no matter what. But if their offense is playing well, then he can build up. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I feel like when he throws a pick, it, it can snowball fast. And that's where in these big games, if this was, I would I would actually like this number a lot if you told me this was a Sunday kickoff at Saints 10 a.m. I'd be like, yeah, that, that'll be a weird game. They'll throw some points. Monday night, here's what we do know, right? <laughs> We've been watching Peyton and Breeze for, what, a decade and a half? They might lose, but I never feel like, you know, <laughs> had no business showing up. They, they are not a Monday night team. Yeah. We've said that about Derek Carr and his squad several times. Here's the other like, thing. You, they, guy, they get flexed out on his watch. You go to New England next week on, on a short week for you. Short week for New England, too, because they played Sunday night. Short-ish, right? Because they play Sunday night on yeah, the road. Fly home, so they get home late. You got Buffalo at home. You know, I, at this point, I think it's reasonable to say you can you could certainly win that game. Then you go to Kansas City. But you but you will not be favored, I would imagine, in that game, right? Depending Depends on what, happens, what happens, happens in the next two weeks. Like, in other words, I look at this game and go, you can play well, be impressive, and lose to the New Orleans Saints. If, yes. if right, there's, that could there's happen. nothing wrong. You could be a playoff team right. and lose this so game. So they, they won week one. They won the game they had to win. We could come out of this thing Monday night and go, you know what? Raiders looked really good. They lost to the Saints 30, 28, 26, and I feel good about them. But it's just the mat, you know, you. Then that means you got to win the, a couple of these next games then. And you haven't been a team that would win on the road at New England, even this version. You haven't been a team, certainly, that would win on the road at Kansas City. So, uh, you know, it's. I think I think there's a really good chance they look good. I just could not. I just can't not take the Saints here. Even though I think we'll, we could look back in a few weeks and go, the Saints team isn't the same as what, they've been historically. What, what do you think Mark Davis watching the game? Oh, yeah, because he said he wouldn't go if fans can't. I will not. Uh, truly, I mean this. I will not give Mark a hard time because, you know what? That was emotional. I got to be there. I got to be in the stands for this game. I got to be the guy that they cut to. I'm fist pumping. He's got to be there. Oh, you're you're saying if he get, if he, he is there. I'm saying he's got to be there. Yeah, I don't think he will be. I don't care what he said. I would not. No, look, if he doesn't go... I, I give I'm him credit. If, I, if he showed up, I'll, if he I doesn't go, him. then I'd really give him credit for sticking to it because it'd be hard to stay out. Yeah. But if he goes to me, uh, there's nothing wrong with. It. I can't criticize him either way. If he doesn't, what? If he doesn't go, is he, where's he going to watch the game? Home? Uh, like you got to make a yeah, hooters. To, to me, Hoot, they got a lot of hooters. Yeah. To me, if he doesn't go, he's got to make a scene about wherever he is. Like I am here with the people at this whatever ho- Vegas casino, watching at a sports book. If that's allowed, can an owner go watch a game at a sports book? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're in business with sportsbooks. Now. So their partners are MGM. I, I yeah. Mean. So I, I, listen, question. this is a I, I'm this is an excellent Monday Night Football game. I'm excited. Yeah. Gruden, Breeze, big opportunity yeah. for Carr. Uh, Lewis Riddick, Lewis Riddick. Hell yeah! I'm fired up to see this. I really am excited to see the stadium too. Yeah. Same. I love a good Let's new stadium. It. All right. On that note, should be a fun week. What a day! At least we got all of our limbs in. My back. God, I just. I want the Niners to be watchable for the rest of the season, John. A playoff contender, please. What a fucking day. All right. Godspeed, everybody. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.